Hello everybody. Welcome back for another video. Hope you're all doing well and that you're all having a fantastic day. As always, leaving a comment, leaving a like, or subscribing. All of these things do help with the channel. Welcome back to another News I Missed, where I go over news I missed. And without further ado, let's jump right into it. This one, off of, right off the beginning, is a very weird one. I found this on multiple different websites because I was wondering if they were kind of just making something up. Uh, the really weird part is that every single website, uh, the articles weren't written correctly. Like, the English was kind of completely off and I couldn't really figure out what they were saying. But I think I have the general gist of it. The impervious browser, like a web browser, is about to surface... Someone or a group of people called The Organization will be releasing its most aspiring product during the Bitcoin 2022 Miami conference in April. The Organization develops the Lightning Network on Layer 3 of Bitcoin. They have already launched a cluster of APIs on the Layer 3 impervious browser Persis. See what I see what I mean? Like they were none of them were written correctly. So I was like, okay, on the layer three impervious browser persists. In this newsletter, the firm elaborated what folks can anticipate from it. Here's the here's the so there is an actual tweet right here. Uh and basically it says the impervious browser, your portal to the peer-to-peer -peer internet. It says Zoom without Zoom, Google Docs without Google. Medium without Medium, WhatsApp without WhatsApp, payments without banks, identity without the state, all without centralized intermediaries. A long time ago, this was around 2016, when Ethereum first launched, the idea of Ethereum was that it would eventually, very quickly, they, they, they said 2018, what have you, that it would become a world computer. However, this computer... Uh, would basically have its own stores, its own blah, 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 everything around it, and also it would be its own internet. Under the premise of complete and total decentralization, uh, there would be no one who could tell you what website you could make, what thing you could say, where you could post, what you could look at as the current internet. Uh, this was the original idea for the internet back in the early 1990s, but of course we know that has completely uh, been destroyed. So that was the original idea for it. Years ago as well, it was the idea of having completely anonymous, immutable transactions across Bitcoin and Ethereum. Of course, the, the legacy still lives on. Our other coins are talking about doing the exact same thing. But we never really hear about it per se. So when I saw this news, I, like, it kind of piqued my interest because I was like, this is what was promised many years ago that we still do not have. Apparently, we'll be getting some time uh, in April... But if this if this is a real thing, if this is the internet without any intermediaries and is basically kind of a, a, a free-for-all, I think it'll catch on very, very fast. Apparently, especially as well, that it's happening on top of the Lightning Network. So I assume free transactions, extremely low-cost transactions... Uh, and I think people would definitely pay a Satoshi, which is like one one thousandth of one cent uh, for the levels of privacy that they would probably be able to um, have. So, yeah, here's the actual image enlarged right here of what the dashboard of the browser will look like. I'm really interested to see if this is actually 
uh, takes place. This this news was on a few other websites, like I said, about five places I found it. But none of these are normal websites that I use. And reading through all of the articles, none of them, like I said, were written correctly. So it was a little weird that this wasn't in more places that apparently by on the 7th of April, there's going to be a fully private Bitcoin browser that anyone, I assume, will be able to use. Uh, but it was only on websites that I've never also seen before. So anyway, the tweet did happen. Um, let's see exactly what happens on the 7th of April. I think that's also the conference, if I'm not mistaken. I don't remember. There's, 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 there's so many different Bitcoin conferences around the world. There simply isn't just one. Uh, but there's one that's supposed to be happening in the first half of the year that the president of El Salvador said that we would hear, uh, about three more countries adopting Bitcoin as legal tender, not to be confused with the Swiss city that about four days ago, three days ago, announced that they uh, were adopting Bitcoin as legal tender as well. So this is going to be something completely different. Yeah, this is probably some of the most fascinating news that we've gotten in a very long time. No one's talking about it, and I didn't see it on any of my normal websites. All righty. That's the Bitcoin Layer 3 impervious browser coming the 7th of April news. And yeah, let's move on. Also in the news, the Canadian outpost of the global accounting firm KPMG has purchased a World of Women, WOW, NFT, and an Ethereum name service domain name just weeks after adding Bitcoin and Ethereum to its corporate Treasury NFTs are unique blockchain tokens that signify ownership of an asset like an image or a domain name. KPMG Canada has purchased two NFTs so far. It bought World of Women 2681 and minted kpmg.eth. I guess that's the website name. And they paid around $70,000 for the NFT. And I assume it's this one. It says blue skin and wavy hair. And I mean, she has blue skin. So... Hope she takes a breath soon. It says, women are underrepresented in the world of all things crypto, which makes us proud to make our first NFT acquisition in a collection that supports women. Um, okay, I'm, I'm glad that it was said by a woman because sometimes people have said sentences like that before and it's like, you. anyway, so um, this is now, I believe, the third time that we're hearing about world of women. The last time we heard about this was, oh gosh, what's her name? Michael, Michael, Robert, Reese, no, wait, I got it, I got it, I got it, Reese Witherspoon, nailed it, Um, who also bought, I think, one of these and is partnering with another company, so uh, we are now currently at the point where a lot of these projects have become so popular uh, that they're now being acquired by, like, banks and celebrities, and they're having, like, <laughs> uh, TV shows and, like, movies also being made about them as well, so I I think that's going to be quite fascinating. I'm going to be watching. I don't know about you. But yeah, KPMG, this is also... I'm pretty sure KPMG announced a couple of weeks ago that they were also... It must say it's somewhere around here. No, okay. I'm pretty sure that they also just recently, like, secretly entered the cryptocurrency space a couple of weeks ago. Uh, oh, no, no. I'm so stupid. It's right here. It says just weeks after adding Bitcoin and Ethereum to their treasury. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I mean... Um, once again, 
They're all into cryptocurrencies. Don't be mistaken or confused or simply think that some people are waiting on the sidelines. NFTs are big and they're going to continue to be big as time goes on. Digital collectibles are going to be a massive thing and even more so in the future. Uh, but now I think we've also gotten to a point where like companies are really comfortable with saying, hey, we're thinking about buying Bitcoin. We have Bitcoin. We're, we're buying some Ethereum. We have an Ethereum domain name. We're also purchasing NFTs as well. Quite funny how, how time changes. Uh, because just about four or five years ago, a lot of companies and organizations couldn't stand the space. And now they're doing everything that they can to uh, rapidly um, get stuff, buy stuff, enter the space. Anyway, Nasty KPMG has purchased a World of Women NFT and an Ethereum name, domain name. Alrighty. Let's move on. Next up, in super surprising news, the largest bank by assets in the U.S. is investing in a blockchain intelligence firm as the adoption of crypto assets continues to deepen. Cryptocurrency analytics firm TRM Labs says in a statement that J.P. Morgan Chase is investing in its crypto compliance and risk management technology. According to Umar Farouk, the CEO of J.P. Morgan's blockchain-based wholesale payments transaction subsidiary, Onyx, by J.P. Morgan. The investment in TRM Labs will assist the banking giant in achieving regulatory compliance. My, my, my brain hurts even having to say this out loud. I, I wish that years ago banks had simply just been honest, but we know that banks... This is the reason why we have cryptocurrencies is because banks aren't honest about anything that they do. They've been in cryptocurrencies for so long and now we've gotten to the point where they're openly filing patents, which was also seen in many other videos, but also just trying to make sure that they acquire other companies so that they are uh, regulatorily compliant because they plan on sending cryptocurrency transactions. They already have and are planning on collecting and accumulating more cryptocurrencies. Uh, but a lot of these movements and payments you can't simply do uh, without regulations on their end. So, I mean, it's just really fascinating to see all of this kind of come together and still sometimes to see Jamie Dimon on TV talking about how much he hates Bitcoin and he can't stand cryptocurrencies. And it's like, he, you you know exactly. We, 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 if we know, like, just stop it, Jamie. Like, you just kind of look a little ridiculous at this point. It says, TRM's vision uh, to drive security and integrity in crypto ecosystems through sophisticated analytic solutions aligns with our ambitions to build blockchain products at JP Morgan that are compliant and secure. Oh, that's really weird because years ago you guys hated it. So uh, I, I think this is the, the press release. Yeah, right here. It says announcing JP Morgan Chase & Co.'s strategic investment in TRM Labs. Is anyone surprised? No. Uh, this is going to continue happening over and over uh, I mean, really, no, not much more to say other than they're here, they're buying up all the cryptocurrencies, and yeah, I just hope everyone out there is always paying attention, because I see people, whenever prices are low, I think morale ends up dropping for, even for people who've been in the market for a long time, but the wealthiest people, they only get hungrier and they continue to buy because they know where the market is going. That's the JP Morgan Chase is definitely in the cryptocurrency space news. And yeah, let's move on. 
in probably the most exciting news I've ever seen in my entire life, and you know that I'm lying. Uh, it says, according to inside sources, um, a celebrity talent manager who apparently, where is it, is Justin Bieber's music advisor person, something, has sold his waterfront home in Austin, Texas for around 18 million dollars in Bitcoin. Not sure why they have a haunted house there, but sure, why not? The sale was the biggest crypto real estate transaction in Texas history. (laughs) And one of the largest in the state has nothing. (laughs) Okay. At the time of writing, $18 million is roughly around 425 Bitcoin. What, 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 what What did this house look like? You know what's really crazy? Now, now, tell me this from your point of view. I've discussed with my friends many times um, how much money we need. The idea being a billion dollars would be nice. However, you know, even if I had like 30 million, I'm pretty set for, for this life, the next one, and generations, therefore, after. So when I come to think of like the, the price of a home... $18 million never really enters into my mind. I, I've seen some pretty crazy, gigantic homes, especially in the U.S. Uh, like, a normal home for me is, like, anywhere from half a million to maybe $1.2 million. And I mean, you have, like, five bedrooms, you have three floors, and you have a basement. That is the length of the entire house that you can separate into another two rooms. So $18 million just seems a little excessive. Scott Brown is a music executive manager who has worked in Hollywood and handles Justin Bieber's music career. According to the agents of Moreland Properties, the mansion is 10 miles from downtown Austin. I don't need to know any any of that. So uh, the news is, wow, Justin Bieber's manager's music person, career guy. Um, now we know that he has 425 Bitcoin. I, I guess that's the news. Is the news supposed to be that we didn't know that rich people were into cryptocurrencies, but him selling his house for crypto was like, whoa, he has some skin in the game. I'm going to assume if he just got $18 million worth of Bitcoin, he probably has at least another $18 million worth of Bitcoin. You know, just, just logic logicking here. So that's the Justin Bieber's music person talent manager news. This was also, for those of you wondering, also quite popular news because it's it's nothing that Bitcoin's gonna eventually in the future have private transactions in its own private internet. It's it's Justin Bieber's manager's houses. Jers. Alrighty. The world is ridiculous. Let's move on. And to finish things off, finance professor Jeremy Ziegel has warned that Bitcoin could take over if the dollar continues to lose value. Jeremy Ziegel, a finance professor at the Wharton School of the University of Pennsylvania, that's a long name, said the Federal Reserve needs to tighten its interest rates fast. With inflation spinning rapidly out of control, he called on the central bank to protect the dollar from devaluation from a possible Bitcoin takeover. In a conversation with Rebecca Quick, 
on CNBC's Squawk Box. That's a terrible name, by the way. Squawk Box. On Thursday, Ziegel discussed Fed Chairman Jerome Powell's policy response to recent events. Powell has been signaling for a hasty interest rate hike this month, but some have questioned whether he will actually follow through because of current world events. As Quick noted, Powell displayed little interest in slowing down rate hikes when speaking to the House Federal Services Committee the other day. However, he noted that the situation could complicate the picture. By contrast, Ziegel showed more skepticism of this. It's a lot going on. Basically, this man believes that if the Fed doesn't stop printing money, <laughs> if Europe gets their monetary policy together, uh, and in, in what is it? Inflation doesn't drop. I'm trying to remember the whole article. And if interest rates don't rise rapidly, very quickly, Bitcoin is going to take over. Uh, he said he was a bit annoyed uh, that the, the inflation is not transitory, as, as it was described throughout last year, uh, because they knew what was going on. We, we've spoken about that even for job numbers. Uh, when we were going through the beginnings of inflation and we saw prices rising by 35% in the supermarket... And these people were like, oh, no, 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 no. It's only going to be here for like a month or two. And it's been like a year and some change. Do you remember at the very beginning of this year, there was news that by April, inflation would have stopped. It would have gone back down to normal levels. I think they lie to stop panic. I think if we had, I was going to say a telescope into the future, of a of, 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 of view into the future in some sort of way. And we could see exactly how high prices are going to be by 2026, 2039. I think people would, yeah, I'm pretty sure they would panic and they would just start buying up tons of Bitcoin. But I think people on the day-to-day kind of get used to the uh, garbage that gets thrown at us. And this is, you know, anyway, so the point is, um, I thought this was interesting. Um, The amount of interest by banks to become not only regulatory, comp- regulatorily, that has to be a word, compliant, but also buying up cryptocurrencies, adding it to their portfolios, and all these other things. Uh, remember I said that a couple years ago. I said they know that something's going on. Something seems a little bit off because none of it was being advertised. None of it was being spoken about. It was simply that they, I can't stand cryptocurrencies, but they were simply buying it behind the scenes as well. The fact that every single rich person has cryptocurrencies is buying very expensive NFTs, or I'm certain are being told by their wealth managers, like, hey, you got to buy some cryptocurrencies. Something's going on. I I think this is my opinion. I think the picture that we've been given is only a third, an eighth of the picture. Um, I think inflation is going to be with us forever. I I do not see it going away anytime soon. I do see the hyper-Bitcoinization happening more and more. I just still wish that people who actually need and could benefit from Bitcoin would accumulate Bitcoin. It's kind of the idea of what we were talking about before. Um, You know, there's a difference between a person buying a Bitcoin, half of a Bitcoin or a tenth of a Bitcoin, as opposed to MicroStrategy buying 122,000 Bitcoin. Because if Bitcoin does indeed take over and the dollar continues to lose value, 
we are going to have people who are going to be trillionaires on this planet. And a lot of people who are only going to have around 400 Satoshi. So once again, that's just uh, my view into the future. But I mean, it seems completely logical. So anyway, that's the um, finance professor at the Wharton School of the University of Pennsylvania who believes that the Fed... I mean, if, if, if the Fed hasn't done anything in the last 50 or 60 years, I don't think they're going to start now. These people, I don't even think they actually care. And that's that's what I think really bothers me about uh, the regulatory space. I mean, many things, but as well as like, same with the SEC, I don't think they actually care. I think these people are simply there for a paycheck, but it's like, you don't have any interest in actually uh, protecting the American public uh, from things you say you want to protect. Anyway, I'm, I'm rambling on. That's the um, Wharton Defend Dollar from Bitcoin News Sure, why not, sir? Let's move on. Yeah. I do hope that you've all enjoyed. I do hope that you all are having a great day, a great morning, a great afternoon, a great evening, wherever you are, wherever you might be. I do sincerely hope that it is absolutely fantastic. Um, Leave a thumbs up if you like the video. It does help a lot. Um, I've noticed my rankings continuing to climb. You can see all the metrics on your own channel and stuff like that. So I do appreciate it very, very much. Um, yeah. Thank you all once again for watching and or listening. And I will most certainly be talking to you all soon. See you.